Hi, this is Mike Brissell, voice of Living with the Land and the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover. We invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy your Grand Circle Tour of Tomorrowland with the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Are you thinking about purchasing a DVC resale contract? Are you looking to rent DVC points for a future Disney vacation? In need of financing options? If so, check out the one-stop shop, which is the world of DVC companies. Their professional staff, with over 185 years of experience, will guide you through your next vacation purchase. Check them out at dvcresellmarket.com, dvcrentalstore.com, and monerofinancial.com. And tell them Mickey Dude sent you. The world of DVC, your DVC gateway to a lifetime of magic. Venture outside your comfort zone. The rewards are worth it. Wish Upon a Cookie has evolved into a custom-baked pastry company started in New Jersey by professional chefs turned cookie tears. Their focus is to turn your magical pastry dreams into reality. They offer so much more than a few colors, shapes, and sizes. Their creations are extensions of your inspiration. You can visit them online at their new website, wishuponapastry.com, or on Instagram and Facebook at wishuponapastry. Let your imagination run wild when you wish upon a pastry. And now, from the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, it's the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Here's your master of ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans! Hello, humans, and welcome to another fantastic episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I am your host today, man in all hope, Tim Sweska. And I am joined by our fantastic Mickey Dudette from the great state of Ohio, birthplace of none other than John Glenn. Heck yeah. Chris, can you grab my glass Paul? That's a weirder thing to do when there's no one else here. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's still worth it because honestly, it's still a pre-show that I'm I'm okay sitting through because one Aerosmith to pay off at the end. So <laughs> I'm okay. so scared that that ride is going to just like disappear at any moment. I, so am I. It just ever they keep on teasing the you know the whole thing of they removed all the merch. The Aerosmith removed all the rights. Everything. Yeah, I, I agree. I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to show up and it's just going to be this generic. Uh, like that that generic paparazzi ride they had out in uh, Disney's California Adventure when they first opened it up, and yeah. everyone was like, what? And they decided to op- almost open it, coinciding when Princess dies, like untimely death due to paparazzi oh, happens. Uh, like, Superstar limo. Oh. That's it. <laughs> yes, that's what it was. Yes. Oh. Um. Yeah. Well, that's what scares me most is that they will just sort of unceremoniously close it without any notice because. Like, I, you know, when you ask, when people, when you, you, you know, not just you, when anyone asks me, uh, like, what ride would you take a trip to ride if it was going to close? And like, part of me feels like I would want to go ride Rock and Roller Coaster one last time. Oh my God, if they uh-huh. made it just like generic rock music in there, you know, just like, <laughs> yeah, it's so yeah, bad. Just, 
it, it really would. It really would. I mean, I, and then the thing is, it's Disney, so they would play it safe. So, I mean, it, they would, they would either get the most trademarked, overused rock songs of all time, or they would just, you know, find, you know, a, a house band that's on one of their Disney shows and pay them scale to just write this generic tune for it. I mean, I just. Yeah, it's like, you know, when you watch like a Netflix Christmas movie and they play Christmas music where it's like, it'll be Jingle Bell Rock, but it's not, but you know it is, but it's not. <laughs> They'll do like that. Yeah. <laughs> What's this? This is Jangle Bell Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Who's it Jingling around the tree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, yes. Oh. Uh, yeah, and ex- exactly, and it would be sung by an extra or something. You know, they, they wouldn't. Be, there's, there's no way they're going to pay somebody famous. It's somebody who flushed out of one of their boy bands or something like that. <laughs> oh God, As... I think about. <laughs> yeah, I just Aerosmith is such a it's such a strange little thing. I feel like more and more everything is like very well thought out there, and I I like anything sort of sticks out as being like strange in Disney anymore and that is like one of the stranger little things still existing there I agree but I mean man what a what a great strange thing to have I mean I love I legitimately love that ride because I'm not a big roller coaster person they make me sick and so like to be able to ride like a launching looping coaster since it's pretty like low intensity is, is fun for me it's my wife hates uh, Jackrabbit starts, and she absolutely hates uh, she absolutely hates loops. She never used to be able to do loops, and she rode that based on her love of Aerosmith. Uh, I, I remember one of the first times I ever met her. She was wearing an old school, you know, the, the old school Aerosmith pump shirt. I mean, uh, I'm sorry, the Aero Force the Aero Force One shirt. The, uh, literally rocking almost the same outfit Garth Algard was wearing. I mean. <laughs> This woman, it was like her first, like her first cassette she ever bought with her own money was Toys in the Attic. So I mean, she is a, she's an Aerosmith junkie, and it, like I, I'll never forget her nails digging farther and farther and farther into my arm every time that, <laughs> that, that that slingshot start would go. But she couldn't, she could not stay away because of Aerosmith. Yeah, it's, it's a pretty low intensity loop. See, I, I would say I'm not that big of an Aerosmith fan, but then I've seen them in concert twice. And I bought the Fuzzy Dice from the gift shop in high school. I had them in my mirror. That's how um, cool I was in high school. I had a rock and roller coaster <laughs> dice in my mirror of my Honda Accord. I, I I can't really say much. I was I was bumping the Shy Lights and the Delphonics in my... Uh in my 1984 Buick LeSabre back in the day, so oh. you're not going to get any criticism. Here. <laughs> but uh, speaking of uh, Disney parks, uh, looks Good. like we I'm have... glad we started with something that we both like, so this won't just... Oh, yeah. We can say that we complain the whole episode no matter what happens from here on out. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I mean, see, we talked about our love of rock and roller coaster, and hopefully they will keep it for us. Yeah, I'm not anticipating complaining the whole time. I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> it happens. Definitely. Oh, it, the, un, unfortunately, they, they've given us a lot to complain about. <laughs> it's true. But, it's uh, not really our one thing. <laughs> one thing that we do have that uh, we see some light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, 
with, uh, with cases and hospitalizations on the downturn. Uh, Disney has followed Universal and will be going uh, maskless for anyone who is fully vaccinated as of February 17th. Yay! Uh, following the Universal uh, trend. Uh, those who are not fully vaccinated are encouraged to wear uh, face covering still, um, but I'm pretty sure it probably won't be strictly enforced like it kind of the same way over at uh, Universal. Just kind of a trying to police uh, police ourselves, but uh, well, we know how that works. <laughs> well, uh, that has always been the policy at, um, I don't know if it's been the policy at all Cedar Fair parks, but that was definitely the policy at Kings Island, but like uh, vaccinated people don't need a mask, unvaccinated people, well, not the whole time, but just this past season, I should say. Um, but anyway, uh, unvaccinated people, should wear a mask indoors. Um, did I see a lot of people wearing masks indoors? No. <laughs> Do I think everybody there was vaccinated? Probably not. So, <laughs> but I, you know, it is what it is. I absolutely hate that turn of phrase, but I will use it in this instance. No, it's, uh, I get it. It's, uh, it's, it's kind of, it's, it's, it's very apt in this situation. So, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, so, Maskless, uh, maskless Disney visit. Uh, that's going to be nice. It'll be uh, it'll be a very refreshing, uh, very refreshing change of pace. Uh, yes. Well, that's what's been keeping me away. Um, you know, we were supposed to do Heidi's first <laughs> trip, like 2020, and then obviously that got messed up. So, but uh, I've been waiting just because I don't want to take her with masks because not because I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna go. You have to wear a mask, but just because, like, I want to be able to see her face <laughs> when we, like, see the castle and see the princesses and stuff. I want to see the smile on her face. Gosh darn it. So now I can feel like I can finally start planning that. No, that's, and that's fantastic. Uh, what, now, you uh, you mentioned something earlier. You're going to be going on a Disney cruise in April. Why don't yes. you tell us a little um, We are going on, it's going to be um, on the Disney Fantasy um, and it, we're going on the East Caribbean. I think it's like, I think we have three days at sea and then we do like British Virgin Islands, US Virgin Islands, and then a day at Castaway Key, of course, which I will forever want to call Castaway Key and will probably accidentally call Castaway Key continually. And I don't care, everyone can deal with it. But anyway, um, yeah, I'm pretty excited. I've been on a cruise before, but never a Disney cruise. So I'm excited to see. I guess I'll miss the casino a little bit, but other than that, I'm pretty excited. Um, let's see. What's that? From my understanding, they're still running limited capacity on those. On so, the cruises? Yes. Uh, I had a friend who just got back from a cruise and he said he did not wait in line for anything. Sweet. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Um, well, I think yeah. there's still, you have to be vaccinated uh, to cruise too, still. That so is correct. I, I'm sure that has like somewhat of an impact on crowd levels as well. So the, uh, the Eastern Caribbean cruise, okay. Yeah. Uh, so, what did you do? Where did you did, where, where did you cruise when you cruised it 
Uh, it was uh, December of 2019, and we did the... The before called, times. Yes, the before times. Uh, the end of the, the before Jingle times. Bell Cruise. Yes, oh, very much so. The uh, we Table did the Bell, Bell, what'd you say? The Jingle Bell Cruise. Oh, Jingle Bell. It was a Christmas cruise. <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was like, there's something like Mickey's Jingle Cruise or something. Uh, but it's, uh, it, it was uh, all decorated up. Uh, they had a tree lighting ceremony. Uh, you, uh, there were, it was awesome to watch a bunch of families on the trip. They they all came in their matching Christmas pajamas. They were taking pictures in front of the big tree uh, in the uh, mm. the main atrium of the uh, the ship. It was really really neat they had a christmas party they had uh christmas cookie decorating for the kids uh the kids were able to make wreaths um they did a christmas show uh like christmas pageant in the walt disney theater it was it was something else it was a lot of fun uh it was only a uh i think it was only a three-night cruise which was enough at that point uh <laughs> We had Did been, you go to Castaway Key, or were you just at sea the whole time? We went to Castaway Key. We went to Nassau. Um, okay. We went to Nassau in the Bahamas, and uh, we definitely. And I'm, I'm not trying to sound snobbish. I, this is going to come off so bad, and I apologize. I'm ex- now um, excited. Uh, we docked at the same time a Carnival Cruise docked, uh, and. You definitely saw the difference in quality of ships, and uh, it was uh, the 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 people disembarking from the Carnival cruise uh, made me never want to get on a Carnival boat in my life. Um, <laughs> when I was a kid, we used to call that a Six Flags crowd. <laughs> <laughs> well, and a, a Royal Caribbean boat came in later, and uh, my my friend who got married on the uh, the cruise, we were joking around uh, after his wedding on the ship. And we uh, we found out there are three types of cruises. Uh, there's Disney cruise. Treat your family to a one you know to a once in a lifetime opportunity. Royal Caribbean. You know what? This is going to be a lot of fun on a fixed income. This is a great retired boat. <sighs> Carnival Cruise. Hey, got 60 bucks? Uh, <laughs> um, I, I've been, I, on, uh, uh, I've been uh, on Princess and uh, Costa. Costa is the one where the guy like ran the ship into an island and <laughs> capsized it or whatever. I don't know oh, if that cruise line yeah. still exists anymore. I, I recommended it highly until that happened. <laughs> uh, I've I've heard Princess <laughs> has been fantastic as well. Well, it's it's hard that we're gonna go on a tangent, but I'm going for it anyway. Uh, that cruise was um, a cruise. It was like a fall cruise. It was in September of um, like the Northeast and. Um, Canada. So we went to like Nova Scotia and uh, Boston and Maine and like those kind of places. Well, the weather um, was no bueno, as they say in Nova Scotia. It was very, very bad weather. We were caught in like a nor- nor'easter or whatever, I guess. And our our ship, like our ship actually listed 
I woke up one morning to my coffee cup sliding down the bedside table and spilling all over me. That's how much how far ship listed. And I walked up to the balcony door and like grabbed the handle and pulled myself up to look <laughs> to see what was going on. I'm sure it was much scarier if you were on the downside. But anyway, so it's hard for me to say how that cruise was because it was kind of like the the those crew the Canadian cruise. It's sort of I'd call it a geriatric crowd. It's a very old crowd. There's nobody. You go to the movie and there's just like some dudes sleeping in the movie theater. It was very low key and the weather was bad, so you couldn't go in the pool. Blah blah blah. So how's the princess cruise? I don't really know. I went on probably like the worst princess cruise you can you can choose. So that's my that's my my tale. That's my trip report from my my old princess cruise. Okay, so we have Costco, <laughs> which. Uh... We, uh, we, we tried to pull a Mediterranean Titanic. Uh, yes. Then we That's have a potential Poseidon adventure off the coast of Nova Scotia. Yeah, that one's out too. Uh, so, yeah. I, um, Disney Cruise is the only way to go. <laughs> yeah, I, something tells me that as long as, you know, as long as the boat doesn't hit another boat, this is probably going to be a good trip for you, Annie. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and go out on a limb and say this will probably be good. Don't jinx me. I do way too much reading about like cruise ship disasters for, <laughs> for this. <laughs> well, uh, here's here's to here's to hoping that uh, you just have a good time. Uh, how is uh, how's Castaway? You got any hot Castaway key tips? Uh, it's just yes. that K is pronounced key. That's my hot tip. Yeah. Uh, the. The lunch provided on the uh, on the island is much better than advertised. Uh, at least the last time we were there, uh, it was like a barbecue lunch, uh, like a barbecue picnic, and it was fantastic. Uh, very similar to what you might get at uh, Trails End, uh, or um, uh, Whispering Canyon. I would put it up on par with those places. Uh, gotcha. Boom. Um, that's it. And uh, honestly, the uh, the adults-only beach worth it. <laughs> yeah, my kids are already like, "Can I go to the kids' club the whole time?" And I'm like, "Well, don't you want to do stuff?" And she's like, "Well, then after that, can I go to the kids' club?" Like, <laughs> the the adults-only beach is wonderful um i i will tell a tale um <laughs> that my wife uh that my wife likes to tell uh, i it was a nice relaxing time for me i had a good a good uh a great time but my wife was going through kind of a hard time with work and a, a few other things and she uh <clears throat> she loves to tell a tale of just wandering out to the water just all on her own in this crystal clear blue water, just utter silence, just a cool breeze, the warm water, the warm sun, and knowing that anything that could bother her was literally thousands of miles away. And she said it was one of the most emotional moments she's ever had in her life. She said it was fantastic. Uh, she cannot wait to go back to Castaway Key. Probably without me this time. Uh, <laughs> but... Uh, <clears throat> She uh, she just she spoke of uh, she just she she spoke 
so highly of it. And honestly, I mean, I just knowing she had that kind of a uh, kind of sorry, uh, Jimmy Buffett fans going to come out here. Her one particular harbor moment. Uh, it's uh, I, I love that she was able to have something like that. Um, and it, to me, it's like when when you find a place like that, when you find something so special and you enjoy that serenity and that peace, uh, it, it make it makes a trip worthwhile. Uh, so. Here's to hoping that, uh, you know, you can find some of those moments and have some uh, great moments, uh, some together moments with uh, with your wee ones as well. Aw, that was so sweet. Y'all kill me on this show, man. <laughs> uh, uh, don't don't get used to it. We're not old. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, uh, let's... A little bit of uh, more Disney news to touch on. And see if uh what kind of a yay or nay uh person you are on this one uh-uh. they are uh, testing the railroads oh yeah i saw that i, I found that pretty exciting oh so it looks like they are testing the railroads they also have refilled the phantasmic moat with water so, <laughs> thank you for specifying with water well you know you never know these days you know it's true who knows? I mean, if Chappick's on something cheaper, we might be looking at, you know, <laughs> RC Cola. Who knows? Uh, or Diet Right. Sure old, pallets, old pallets a tab. <laughs> I mean, somebody, somebody's got to do something with all that old sobe nobody drank, so. <laughs> uh, probably a little Fruitopia sprinkled in there somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, sorry. Just, just, just saying. Just saying that kind of gave me uh, like a, a diabetic shock. <laughs> uh, but you know, it's just it. Uh, it looks like things might be coming together where we might actually see uh, a full. Somebody might be. You might be actually actually able to experience the full Disney magic sooner rather than later. I mean, it's uh, I, a lot of people I know have been kind of. Really, uh, there's there's been a lot of complaining. I mean, there's really no way around it. There's been a lot of complaining. There's been a lot of uh, irritable, you know, irritable feelings, uh, kind of malcontent. Yeah. Because they well, really talk nope. the not really well. Yeah, well, I was gonna say. I mean, nobody is like enjoying the Disney situation, no matter how they feel about its necessity or not. <laughs> it's just a bad. It's it's not a good Disney time. It's just not. No, un- unfortunately, I mean, just just like there are peaks, there are going to be valleys. So, those those are times that we, uh, I guess, we're fans. We we have to weather, unfortunately. And I I'm hoping hoping this valley is uh, small. And we're back up a little bit. Uh, doesn't necessarily have to be a peak, but some some higher ground would be good. I would, uh, I'd be okay with, uh, you know, a decent sized hill, you know, no, <laughs> I don't, I don't need a mountain. I just, you know, how, how just, about just you know, a mound? Just, yeah. Yeah. I was going to, I was about to say, maybe the ground can shrug and we can go up. A, <laughs> you know, with, uh, I'm okay with that. Uh, but, uh, also, uh, another thing is, uh, looks like Disney cruises have announced, uh, in 2023 that they will have, uh, a, a San Diego port as well, 
So it's like we're going to have uh, some West Coast cruises, maybe some chances. Uh, uh, I maybe the the famed, uh, you know, the famed oft whispered uh, Disney cruise to Alani. Maybe that's what I was thinking when you said well. that. My gosh, I love that idea. I hope they do that. Well, it's to me, I would, you know, and I'm sure, of course, I mean, as you're talking about the Pacific Ocean compared to the Atlantic, and that's that's a big, big difference. Uh, <laughs> but quite honestly, as far as an immersive experience, I would be willing to pay the, the trumped up price for something like that over the trumped up price uh, that they're asking for Galactic Star Cruiser right now, oh my which gosh. to me is or like space balls the search for more money. So. <laughs> yeah, but I can't wait to see the reviews. Of- oh no, I, I can't wait. Yeah, five thousand yeah. dollars for blue shrimp. Who in the hell are you kidding me? I cannot, <laughs> wait. I cannot wait for these. Uh, I'm actually looking forward to March first for that reason. I I still can't believe that Disney got Star Wars and just like boned it so hard. I mean, they really just have totally fumbled every single Star Wars thing they've attempted to do. The movies, the Star Wars land, and now this. Just every single one, they just totally just phoned it. I don't know. There's no better verb. Oh, yeah, but but yet they just keep on sending it out to the street corner for more money. I mean, (laughs) it's like... Well, because they put out Mandalorian and everyone's, you know, placated. (laughs) Yeah, and, and the things like me. Mandalorian. Yeah, Mandalorian. I I, I enjoyed Mandalorian, uh, and honestly, I enjoyed the uh, the episodes uh, of Boba Fett, uh, especially the ones directed by Bryce Dallas Howard. Uh, she uh, she has a fantastic touch. Uh, I would love to see more of uh, more of what she has to do. Um, okay, we'll like see. Uh, yeah, it, she she does a fantastic job. Uh, in, in the episodes that she has directed, I mean, they they really play out very well. You can you can tell she has a fantastic eye, and she has a great uh, she's got a great way to tell a story. So I'm really hoping they hand her more uh, more projects here in the future. Uh, but speaking of Disney Plus, we also now have a confirmed opening date. We have Obi One that will be coming uh, to Disney Plus in May of 2022. Uh, Especially with uh, you know, the opinions you just gave at this point, Annie, uh, are you looking forward to, or are you dreading what I they was may? Just what about they to say, I, I I wish I could get excited. I really do. Um, I'm just kind of like mad at Disney when it comes to Star Wars. Like I I'm, I feel like I'm mad at them, and I'm just not interested. I haven't watched Mandalorian. I haven't watched any any new stuff that they've put out because. I'm just mad. I'm mad about the trilogy. I'm mad about Galaxy's Edge. And they can put out their little fan service to please, you know, I don't know. I won't be grunge people who are enjoying whatever the the extra Star Wars stuff that they've been doing. But I'm still mad about the trilogy. And I, I'm not ready to let Disney just keep skating on by with Star Wars content like it didn't even happen like they didn't bungle it you know I was so invested in that stupid trilogy and then they just 
made it so stupid in the end. Like they treated me like I was a dang fool and and I'm not going to let him do it again. So no, I'm not excited. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, if, if anything, I, if, if I, if I may offer a little bit of, uh, solace and that is there uh at least in book of boba there's a lot of people who i know are upset because they didn't feel it was this was right or that was right but the one thing i will say is in the mandalorian and in uh book of boba star wars canon is much more prevalent in these episodes than uh than the recent trilogy i will say that uh there's there's a lot more I feel like they're 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 trying to like be sorry about it a little bit. I mean, they're obviously making an effort with them, and I, I'm sure that they are good. I just have a tainted point of view at this point. Well, I mean, when they're when they're literally talking about already trying to reboot seven, eight, and nine. I mean, that they literally have, are already talking about those things. It's, but uh, it's their own fault. Like they messed it. Like yeah. they had, they had. I mean, they they had us all. <laughs> they all they had to do was make a story that wasn't the worst thing ever, and they couldn't do it. They just made it so bad. I'm so mad about it still. Well, and and, and what what really got me was they decided to try to throw out, you know. Like they, they decided to try to trot out sentimental things like Lando coming to the rescue, like which I loved. I mean, uh, I'm, I mean, obviously I'm a Lando fan for God's sakes. My dog's name is Lando. Uh, but and then of course they have you know Luke coming back as the ultimate Jedi Master and you know showing Ray the way, and also then you know I don't. Sorry, I'm not giving a spoiler alert. You've had plenty of time to see it. <laughs> Chewie finally getting justice. I mean, I'll, I'll fully admit that one. That one got me right in the feels. I mean, there, there, there definitely were some man tears flowing right there when Chewie finally got handed it. <laughs> I mean, it was a man been waiting 40 what? years for Chewie to get his justice. <laughs> That's what I mean. So easy. And that's what's so frustrating, too, is they had such great new characters. I love Ray. I love Kylo Ren. I love Finn. I love, po- like, I, I, they had everything. They had, like, the perfect setup. Yes. It was an easy ball to hit, and they just, like, whiffed it completely. There, I'll use the sports. I did a sports. <laughs> you did You did a sports points analogy. That was, uh, especially since they just had the super sports points, which, by the way, uh, the evidently the West Coast sports yes. balls uh, beat the Midwest sports balls. R.I.P. to the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm I'm not I'm not going to go into the fact that they got you know, ten chances on the goal line. We won't go into that. <laughs> not going to go into the fact that you know you gave another reason to have people say that it's rigged. But yeah, yeah. Well, I was going to say it. I didn't watch it. it. I didn't watch it, but I did hear that it was rigged. So. I, I I was I was not impressed, and quite honestly, uh, I, I don't care. I'll say it: a team that has no fan base is bad for football. Uh, I don't care. The LA Rams won, and traffic patterns didn't even change when they celebrated. <laughs> Where were the riots? Yeah, Cincinnati would still be drunk. Oh, for real? I, you know, 
Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow would have been shotgunning old Milwaukee in Disneyland. <laughs> give me what we give us, give the fans what we deserve. Give us a long suffering snake bitten franchise slaying their dragon and celebrating like rock stars in the middle of Disneyland and seeing large construction workers with their their bellies shaved with big bees <laughs> in the middle of all their chest hair, painted up orange in sub-zero weather, celebrating in the streets. We could have had that, but no, what did we do? We had to go find Rams fans who literally bought their shirts at Dick's Sporting Goods that day. Okay, that was my tangent. I'm done. That was, that was beautiful. <laughs> Sorry. No, that was a thing of beauty. I, I'm sorry. I even as as a Midwest sports fan, I was all in on the Bengals on this, and I still. I, see, I I was not thrilled that they made it to the Super Bowl because I'm not a football fan and I didn't want to hear about it. But once they got to the Super Bowl, I definitely wanted them to win because I didn't want to hear. I didn't want everyone to be all sad, and now they are all sad. Well, all the little um, pop-up gas station stores, and they had to pack up their uh, shirts. <laughs> I mean, on the other hand, I mean, the kids in the Caribbean are going to love their brand new Bengal Super Bowl champion t-shirts. My kid, hey, my kid can wear her Burroughs shirt that she got from the Super Bowl to the Caribbean on the cruise. See? And uh, I will, I will still wear my what I I, I have a, a an orange and black shirt uh, with the silhouette of Harambe on it that says "Win it for him." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I am surprised. Zero percent surprised. Zero <laughs> percent. But um, my, my apologies. We went off on a tangent there. That was my fault. Uh, They'll like it. Like, They'll like the sports stuff. I bet our listeners are are into that kind of stuff, aren't you? <laughs> uh, yeah, they, I was going to say, are, are, are you are you happy we talked about the sports points? I know you are. Yeah, weigh in. Especially in the bottom of the ninth when they made the field goal to go up by seven, right? Yeah. <laughs> DM uh, Tim at Harambe. <laughs> Rambe uh, man, Rambe personified at twitter.com. We, uh, I, I, I think, uh, you know, the one thing I will say, you know, going back to kind of the Star Wars thing, I will say that I, I do feel for J.J. Abrams because Rain Johnson basically pulled a Clark Griswold to Russ on that, where he was coming across a bunch of lights and saw the giant knot and just kind of said, oh, here, you handle that. And just hands J.J. Abrams just this big, huge, bungled mess of wires and says, here, um, you have two and a half hours. Can you close that up for me? And yeah. I, I don't I, disagree at all. Poor, poor J.J. He did the best he possibly could with being handed, I mean, really pretty much a... like. A, a diaper, you know, a diaper that was taken off a child who just had, you know, its weight in white castle. Uh, that the really quite a picture. Way, sorry, the, really, the only way I can describe <laughs> that. Um, the, the the one thing I will say, and this, and in in defense of the Last Jedi, with as far fetched as the movie was, the only thing that I will say uh, to some of the some of the toxic 
ones who just came out of the woodwork and just really got vicious and went after the characters themselves. You know, when you talk about things not being believable, you know, 25, 30 years ago, you fully bought the fact that an army of feral caveman care bears were able to defeat a technologically superior force with full body armor by using rocks, sticks, and a couple of tricks that you otherwise saw in the, the board game Mousetrap. Uh, so as far as the believability factor and that kind of scale, it, if you want to come with somebody just saying the movie is just ill done and the script was not good, I'm okay with that. But if you're really going to go off, well, how am I supposed to believe that? It's, sci it's a science fiction spaghetti western. None of it's supposed to be believable. Okay? I mean, they're all wandering around with beams of light and killing each other with them. Just, <laughs> just stop. Just stop. I mean, this, we're not making a movie about the Battle of Midway. This is a galaxy far, far away and a long time ago. I mean, let's... Let's just stick. Let's just just stick to whether we think it was good or not. <laughs> <laughs> it was just such a mess. You know, I think part of what irritates me, too, is I spent so much time, like, trying to figure out what was going to happen. You know, I feel like that was part of the fun of the new trilogy was, like, piecing together, like, well, what does this mean? And what does that mean? And, like, analyzing and all this stuff. And then, like, none of it mattered. None of it mattered. All of it was thrown away. <laughs> Just Ray Palpatine. Oh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> just why? I, I hate it all the time. Uh, the Billy Bass of storylines. Story <laughs> well, it's a story. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about other people, but like, I have not. Wa I don't think I've watched the new trilogy since I saw it in the theater, like since I saw Rise of Skywalker. I saw it twice the night it came out. And I don't think I've watched them since. Um, I've watched you everything. <laughs> I've watched them intermittently while napping on the weekend. Um, <laughs> that's just because Disney Plus just plays through on that kind of stuff. But and before the, the third one, one came out, I was watching the first two quite a bit. <laughs> so... It's uh, I, I think I think Disney has a lot to make up for in that, and uh, I know that a lot of Star Wars fans are still very very hesitant and uh, not very happy at all with the direction this has gone. And uh, but the one thing I will say in in Disney's defense, once they kind of handed over things to John Favreau uh, from Mandalorian, things keep getting progressively better. So I'm. I'm hopeful for that, and the one thing I can say is, I, because of Rogue One, we have proof they can make a good Star Wars movie. <laughs> but can we string some things together at this point? That's the thing. Can we string a storyline together. Uh, I um, I feel I, I feel like right now they are Disney's kind of in full panic mode because. With uh, with a lot of the prequel stuff and how well it's going for the Harry Potter series, you're you're really seeing uh, you know the Universal IP really kind of lapping uh, Disney's IP, and especially when you're talking about a sacred cow like Star Wars, uh, 
the younger generation is more invested in Harry Potter now because of the storytelling than they are in Star Wars. The, the Star Wars crowd is our age and older. Uh, the younger kids, the young, I mean, if, honestly, if it wasn't for the MCU. Are you saying you're not including me with the younger kids, Tim? <laughs> No, I, I, will, I will include you with the younger kids. I'm talking about myself and the rest of the get off my lawn. Uh, Me and Chuck and the kids. Yeah, yeah, you, the you, kids. Uh, you, the you, 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 you kids, you kids with your halftime shows and your, uh, you know, your, your stupid diggity dogs. Yeah, uh, which I don't care. That halftime show was awesome. Um, I, uh, I'm not gonna lie, I haven't even watched the halftime show. <laughs> I probably should. I uh, th- the one thing I'm enjoying is everybody like somehow somehow it's news that Snoop uh, was was seen smoking up before the <gasps> show. No way. How I, how is this news? I mean, like I, I like how it was pointed out. Like actually, if he didn't smoke up before, that would have been. News. <laughs> Are you telling me that the Snoopy Do Double Jizzle? Does drugs? I'm I'm pretty sure everyone on the stage probably partook in the devil's lettuce. I, I am scandalized. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought it was just uh, some good, clean fun. <laughs> you know, so so did I. I mean, I I think we need to go back to the days of Paul McCartney and Elton John. You know, <laughs> it's you know, so lame. When nobody. <laughs> When nobody watched the halftime show. Yeah, for real. Well, because you know, if like you know, who who does the halftime show? I was gonna say Mark McGrath, but that's not it. Who's the Who's the Maroon Five? Like, if Adam Levine had a beer before the show, nobody would give a fig. But yeah. you know, I Snoop Dogg can't yeah. have a quick have a quick hit there. Yeah, I, I yeah, I it's. It's beyond my comprehension. I, I just, uh. um, but Disney, I, I honestly think Disney has like a story problem right now. I, th- I feel like Frozen Two, the story sucked. Uh, oh God! Encanto, but, I know everybody's in love with Encanto right now, but the story sucks. The, uh, the family dynamic and everything might be cool, but like the story part, it sucks. I'm not a fan, and also Grandma's a jerk. <laughs> yeah, see, the pacing. The, it is. Well, the pacing of that movie is all off. Like the the grandma redemption pacing is like weird and rushed. And yeah, I I, I completely agree. I feel like it's one of those. Wait, we got to wrap things up. Well, we've only got ten minutes in the movie. Well, you better. They move cram it. so much in, and it's a friggin' kids movie. It doesn't need to be two hours of like cerebral. No commentary let's just start with a solid story and then you branch it out from there <laughs> i i know that i drew great ire on a disney website when i said <laughs> i thought it was okay but i liked it better when it was called x-men uh how dare you was very very angry i mean oh my god i i dared criticize this movie i put I, i'm so, to me, it just and and also the the false narrative that they keep on putting up, saying that uh, strong girl Sophia, Sophia yeah. or whatever. I, I think yeah, she's the one says that one. But Luis, thank you, thank like, you so much. Yeah. <laughs> um, everybody kept on talking about oh well they they didn't want they didn't want her in there they didn't 
she's she's prominently featured in this movie. Um, yeah, she has a whole song. Yeah, I, she's prominently featured, and also she's. I, I mean, of course, she's popular. I mean, she's she's going into the line of all of the way the Disney uh, kind of the Disney heroines have been going. I mean, they're strong. They're independent. They don't need it. You know, they don't need some doofus like me showing up saying, <laughs> oh, I'll take care of you. It's like, Shut up. You're a third generation alcoholic. What are you going to do for me? <laughs> I <laughs> will know, say that. I can pick up a house. <laughs> I have so much egg on my face about that movie. I saw the first time I saw I saw it in the theater, like when it first came out. And I came out and, you know, people asked me what I thought. And I was like, wasn't, you know, basically I agree with everything I thought then. But one thing I said was that the the music wasn't that memorable. It wasn't that catchy. And I expected catchier music from Lin-Manuel Miranda. Well, smash cut to now when, like, all of the music is in my head constantly. I don't know how it didn't catch in my head the first time I saw it. But now, now it's in there. <laughs> in there good. And, um, uh, was, we, we don't talk about Kind exactly. of a best best song at this point. So, <laughs> uh, which I mean, gee, what a surprise! Uh, Dis- Disney was skilled songwriters, and they're going to take home more, more, you know, more Academy Award hardware. Wow! <laughs> Another news water is wet. Uh, <laughs> I just, I mean, it's, and I mean, it's that's that's what's so awesome. I mean, I will say it's, I, I love the fact that I mean, that, that's how that's how ho hum it's become. It's like, I mean. Disney winning best song? Well, I mean, of course they would. <laughs> I mean, Alan Menken, Tim Rice, the Sherman Brothers. I mean, uh, why? Why would now? Now, Lin Manuel, Lin Manuel Miranda. I mean, why? Why would we? Why wouldn't they win? <laughs> One that really shocked me is when uh, Enchanted didn't take home an Oscar for one of their songs. Uh, instead, it was just this useless acoustic drivel from the Motorcycle Diaries. I'll never forget. <laughs> Because when they played the song, I was like, "What is this?" What this uh, what song from Enchanted was nominated? Uh, it was a happy working song. Two of them got nominated, so I think what happened is the vote got split because uh, uh, "How Does She Know" and "Happy oh, Little Working" yeah. nominated. So I'm guessing it's both of those were nominated. Recently on Disney Plus. <laughs> and speaking of which, we will be getting uh, a sequel to that. We will be, or we won't be. Yes, we will be getting a sequel. Oh, cute. Yes, uh, it's like supposed to be. Uh, it's supposed to be kind of a like them in the, the everyday world and everything, and her kind of wanting to kind of go back to wanting a fairy tale. Uh, uh, so we'll, like we'll see what happens yeah. there. Uh, but we have uh, we, we at least have some good uh, some good things uh, on the horizon for Disney uh, and they're definitely going to need them especially with Universal uh, wrapping up the Jurassic Park uh, franchise this summer and also uh, them closing up uh, not closing up but uh, another installment of Harry Potter uh, and yet again no Avatar um <laughs> I, that land is gorgeous, but oh my god, that, 
what are what are they gonna do? I mean, there's no way. There's no way. I, I just I, I I feel like an Ishtar type flop is coming. <laughs> I really do. Well, at the rate they're going with their movies, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be like a mess. And it can't just coast on people being big Avatar fans. Yeah, and, and to tell you the truth, I mean, again, it was a... I loved I loved the graphics. I mean, it was... No, watching Avatar was pure eye candy. It was gorgeous. It was innovative. It was breathtaking. But again, another one, when you like, like you were talking about with... Uh, you know, with, with the, the trilogy. Now, yes, James Cameron, you had a visually stunning movie, but I've seen Dances with Wolves and Ferngully. <laughs> I know how this goes. I get it. I just, it was so recycled. I mean, I again, another one where I felt like, okay, we have a $500 million budget, but we spent $499 million on CGI and special effects. Huh. Hey, uh, yeah, well, that's the priority. Uh, here's a box of donuts with a couple of candy bars and a can of pop. Go down to USC and see if you can find a couple of grad students who want to do an intern. <laughs> <laughs> that's just their uh, priority. Like, story is just not the priority, and I just like that. I, uh, I agree. Uh, and also, I don't know if you saw or not, uh, They uh, Disney also announced today that they are going to be kind of uh, acting on Walt's dream uh, for Epcot. They announced today Disney storytelling communities. Oh, goodness. Uh, it sounds questionable. <laughs> so far. <laughs> it is... Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you're fire festivaling about. Um, <laughs> no, I, I don't think it's going to be that bad. But uh, they've, they've announced... Uh, they've announced communities uh, kind of experimental communities where they will be uh, creating uh, just kind of a, a hub and of recreation residential commercial uh, all in one and they're going to be doing doing these communities throughout the United States their first one is going to be out in uh, the California desert in the Coachella Valley and uh that's uh, that'll be their first one that they're launching. Uh, so I guess maybe they're going to start from there and see. Uh, I'm guessing they'll probably be opening a, an East Coast one as well. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it looks like they're going to. They're Disney's trying to get into the real estate business now. I guess <laughs> into the into into the uh, the developing. Development business, so. I would be much more excited if I thought they had any other motive whatsoever other than profit like if they had any other like goal in mind with this but i'm sure that's like you know far and away the priority i i have to agree annie i mean it was one with as much as i was excited to see them kind of acting on walt's ideas with the original florida project uh, that's because of how much they've been driven by the bottom line, especially these past like 24 months. It's very, very hard for me to think that they're in this for anything other than a cash grab. I agree. I completely agree. I mean, it's, I feel like it's another golden oak opportunity where, hey, we can take a house that normally would maybe sell 250, 300K somewhere else. We can charge somebody three quarters of a million dollars 
and also charge them an HOA fee, which they they say that one thing they included is you can it's it's a voluntary community fee, <laughs> and you have access to all these amenities. So, that sounds so creepy, voluntary community. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh it's I, I mean it's 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 like no no it's voluntary it's okay it's, comrade yeah. it's our community. <laughs> <laughs> so it just it, it as as much as I wanted to like it, the whole thing gave off a vibe of like, oh, I didn't. Did you watch Wandavision? Uh, I did not. No. Okay, uh, so you gave off a very like Wandavision vibe of like, oh, look how perfect this community is, and look how amazing things are, and it's like, huh. Yeah, everything's perfect. Everything's good. Okay. Who's really running this? Why are they running it? (laughs) I wonder if it will just turn into some sort of like Disney Quest type failure where they just sort of like try it a couple of times and it doesn't really work. (laughs) Oh, God. And then they're like, never mind. Ten years from now, we'll see somebody on one of those abandoned theme park YouTube channels. (laughs) It's overgrown. I mean, yeah, we'll be watching the uh, defunct land. <laughs> yeah, I hope not. I hope not. But I mean, oh. well, uh, I uh, we've uh, we've had we've had ourselves a nice fireside discussion. Which, by the way, that's what this was supposed to be. Talk about mentioning things after the fact. Um, <laughs> but uh, I've I think uh, I think we've covered. Uh, covered I'm sure that'll be the title, so they'll know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the what's this episode Annie and Tim talk about oh whatever <laughs> <laughs> there's considerably less complaining than I anticipated though so I think that's probably a win <laughs> I, you know what I will I will chalk that up as a win I, I do believe that the uh, pretty much the, the show was uh, was good natured and uh, cautiously optimistic so and there's nothing wrong with that. We can uh, we can hope for the best, but we can always prepare for the worst because you never uh, you never know when the next Billy Bass storyline is going to come. Uh, I have to use that. <laughs> uh, well, uh, Annie, uh, very much appreciate uh, you joining me on the show tonight, and uh, thank you very much for tag along. Uh, why don't you tell the uh, the good folks out there where they can find you? Well, the, the pleasure is all mine, Tim. Um, you can find me on Instagram at djphobe. That's D-J-P-H-O-B. And you can find me on uh, the Twitter machine. I am at plain underscore Tim. And if you did not like this show, you can also find me on Twitter <laughs> at Pigments Reality. Uh, <laughs> Dave doesn't listen to the Get show. Him. He would kill me. Oh my Get god! Him. <laughs> but uh, we thank you very much for joining us tonight. And uh, you know, just uh, what are uh, what are your feelings on tonight's topic? Uh, go ahead and uh, tweet us uh, tweet us your response or tweet us your ideas at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. And uh, we shall see you later. Have a magical night and stay safe out there.
You've just listened to another exciting episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you again real soon. What did you think of that? I liked it. Oh, you, uh... You liked that? No, I just wanted to see what you do if I said I did. <laughs> uh...